0: On the farm today, we focus in on marketing. Joining me on the program is Mike Brown, Crops Extension Specialist with the Ministry of Agriculture. And Mike, with harvest underway and grain going into the bin, what should producers start thinking about when it comes time to market their grain?
1: The most important thing that's going to come to the producer's minds is understanding where those cash flow requirements are going to be needed. As grain's getting put into the bin, if there are bills to be paid, you might have to sell uh, sell that grain at spot prices. Um, maybe not as lucrative as uh, as futures contracting on some some aspects, but if it has to be done, it has to be done. If you do plan on contracting some of the grain, another big thing would be understanding the contract's wording, reading it over, making sure it makes sense to you. The Canadian Canole Growers Association, actually, they do have a handy little resource on navigating grain contracts. So if you're uh, not too familiar with it, it's something you could check out. And then keeping in mind that prices too are heavily influenced by supply and demand. Normally during harvest, we would see a price decrease just because we are seeing a, a heavier increase in, uh, in supply coming in. Um, but that's not always the case but that's something to keep in mind for sure
0: what are some types of things that can really affect the prices that producers receive for their commodities
1: there're tons of influences on prices last year for example we saw the drought have a major effect on prices so when i talked about the, you know the decrease in price during harvest uh, last year was a little bit of an inverse of that so as the year went on we saw supply estimates keeping on uh, keeping on the decrease And then as uh, crops started to get harvested, we saw that prices actually increased during harvest there. Internationally, we might see production declines in other countries due to weather or other factors uh, that might lead to higher prices domestically for our crops uh, here to fill in those areas internationally. Even regionally within the province, we can see differences in bids for the same crop from two competing elevators 10 miles apart from each other. So the, you know, the futures prices, when we talk about futures, they're usually going to reflect a little bit of the larger scale changes on national and, and an international level. And as one of those futures contracts is going to represent about 5,000 bushels and we'll see tens or hundreds of thousands of those contracts traded daily. Um, and then when we talk about the futures, the basis is basically the difference there where things can change locally as uh, the basis is your your width between uh, a cash price and your futures price, and that can sort of help you interpret where where the market is uh, is taking things locally and internationally.
0: Can you explain to us how futures and basis give an understanding of the message that the market is sending?
1: If the basis is narrow, basically means that your cash price is close to that futures price. And if the basis is wide, your cash price is farther away from that futures price. And depending on how narrow or how wide that basis is can kind of give you an idea of that market signal. So with a, a narrow basis, for example, uh, that can basically be seen as the market wanting your commodity as demand is starting to outweigh supply. And on a wider basis can be a sign that supply is now outweighing demand market's not very interested in purchasing your commodity right now, and it might be a signal to store your grain if possible. And then understanding the signals that the market might be sending you is just one part of a, a successful marketing plan.
0: Talking about the marketing plan, what other items should producers consider?
1: First, you would have uh, your production and production risk. So that would be choosing crops that have your greatest income potential and understanding the risks associated with growing that crop, whether it be uh, environmental risks or perhaps a marketing risk where you might have to store it multiple years to get advantageous prices. Market analysis uh, could be number two, where you're going to gather all your information needed to make an informed and rational decision on your marketing and then closely monitoring the market and timing your grain sales for when the prices are advantageous for you. Financial position, number three, uh, understanding your production costs and farm cash flow needs. Uh, marketing strategies, number four, reducing your risk of falling prices. So you can use things like grain contracts, uh, hedging or managing your storage. Uh, actions and timelines is number five, Using uh, identifying your target prices, using sales tools, having decision triggers and establishing a timeline and key responsibilities for implementing the plan. And then number six would be evaluating your uh, your grain marketing.
0: I've been talking with Mike Brown, a crops extension specialist with the Ministry of Agriculture for Golden West. I'm Lee allen voss